The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. All right, welcome. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum on KPRAISE, 1210 AM, KPRZ. My name is Dr. Jurgen Winkler, along with Rick Hill. We'll be your hosts for the next 60 minutes as, as we talk about all things relating to improving health naturally, organically, and using the best science and nutrition. I've been a physician in the area, practicing alternative and integrative medicine for the last 10 years and been in the area for over 20 years now. And we're bringing to you today a a show talking about after cancer care. What do you do after you've had cancer and you're in that waiting stage to find out whether you've got cancer coming back again? So we'll be reviewing that along with the book that's out there called Cancer Free, Are You Sure? And that's by Jenny Herbisette. She's a nurse who wrote a book talking about her experience and what she figured out as to how to figure out what to do when you have had cancer, you've been treated, and now what? Today also I want to let you know our show is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. We don't make you sick to get you well. And also by the Credit Life Company. Turning your life insurance into cash for treatment. All right, so Rick, you've had uh, yourself, you're a cancer survivor, 40-year cancer survivor. Yeah. You had treatment, you went alternative, you went to Mexico, you had Laetrile, you had other things done, and you went through this kind of whole uh, hard lifestyle change with fasting and enemas and gosh knows what. But I think when you went through that, that was 40 years ago, correct? Well, almost 42. And you're a survivor, and you don't ever think about it at this point in time. <laughs> I would think this many years later, right? No, you do, sure. But you did, but you did back then. So you were done with treatment, you were told you're, quote, in remission, and you're going to go, well, now what? What do I do now? When is this bugger going to come back again? All right. It's often been said, if you can get cancer out the door, it's like a line. You get the line out the door, you don't leave a crack because you don't want it coming back. Because if it does, it comes back a lot angrier than when it left. And I think there's a, there's a relationship between PTSD and post-treatment. In other words, during the time that you're being treated, whether it's classical treatment or uh, alternative, Mm -hmm. there's that intense period where doctors are there and nurses are there. People are sending you flowers and candy and cards and, and things are happening so fast that, you know, your head's spinning. And then you get done with treatment, and I will never forget walking in the door of my house, and there's a letdown. I can't exactly explain it other than soldiers, and I'm not comparing what I did to soldiers. Theirs is much worse. But I am saying that the relationship is suddenly you're back in your real life again. Now what? I opened the refrigerator. I couldn't eat anything in there. I looked in the cupboards, or I wouldn't eat anything in there. Looked in the cupboards, everything was canned, everything was preserved, everything was, you know. And I said to my wife at the time, I don't know how exactly we're going to do this. And there's a little depression that sets in. Mm -hmm. There's a little, am I going to make it feelings are setting in. And then for a time, every ache and pain you have, you think, I'm relapsing. Right. What's going on? And there's no longer a doctor at the end of your elbow or a nurse. And people like you didn't exist. Or if they did, we didn't know they were there. Yeah, they're hard to find. In 1975. 
So this is a great topic for a show, and it's a great thing that you're there uh, in Carlsbad for people that get alternative care, either from you or somewhere else. They can go to you when that panic sets in and go, Doc, <laughs> what am I going to do? What are you going to do? Correct. And you're there to take their tests and hold their hand, get them to the right treatments, post-treatments. Yeah, big right, deal. So, so what you're saying is, is lifestyle changes are big, right? You can't go back to where it was. All right, so lifestyle, how about work stress? How about working crazy hours, getting cancer, and then realizing, okay, I can't work. I've got to change my life. I can't go back to the same stress. I well, can't go back to the same lifestyle. I, you're right. You got to have a come to Jesus meeting when you get home with you and your family. Right. Uh, I was a youth pastor when this thing happened. And oh, that's something I know about you. Well, there it is. <laughs> and I was the principal of a, of a Christian day school. Those are my two, two hats. A month after I came back, the senior pastor resigned. Hey. And so I met with the deacons and they said, do you really think you can do this? I said, do I have a choice until we get another pastor? So a month after I got back, I was a full-time pastor, the youth pastor running a Christian day school. But for me and my, it was probably a good thing because otherwise I would have sat around worrying. And, and I tell people, if you want to get well, do two things, detox, learn how to do that and get busy on a crusade, get something that gets you out of bed in the morning, staying up late, you know, in your life, you're engaged, you're working, you're excited and hunt it down. You know, it was interesting, Bill Curry, who wrote a book about cancer, and he himself had had cancer, and he actually was supposed to have his knee operated on and have his leg amputated because of this bone cancer that he had. And he said, no, I've got a Petri dish, and I'm going to use this. And he went around the world, had the money, he was an engineer, and he, wherever he went to learn about a type of treatment, he built a hospital. <laughs> so he's bringing people in and he was, so he had a mission and he was really going and giving back and he, and it was incredible when you listen to his story. So, you know, giving back is a big issue. You've also, you've learned a lot, sharing what you've learned, giving it back and changing the lifestyle of other people. So they don't have to go through what you went through. Here's the biggest difference between what our listeners can get from you as opposed to classic alternative care. The classic alternative care is is for many of the places uh, that I've seen, been to, talked to, one size fits all. They don't take tests to try and determine whether there's infection going on or whether the endocrine system is properly functioning. And, and they don't, it's just, you come in the door, they, when I went, they come in the door, they give everybody the same amount of Laetrile and the same diet sheet and the same, the same, the same. Not saying it isn't better today, it is. But I am saying that having someone that, that is helping them investigate what maybe from birth was wrong with their body genetically, or if they got exposed to some toxin, that is worth the world. And there was no information on detoxing. I, I had to go to Ann Wigmore to figure that one out. And I didn't, people say, you know, what's a colonic? They, you had one in here last week, it was entertaining. For sure. Yeah. But those are the things that having local help is huge, as Donald would say, huge. It's big. Yeah. Because you can keep them from getting depressed or at least help them to not get depressed when they get that panic. And I panicked more than once, waking up in the middle of the night, sitting up in bed and saying, what's going to happen if I die? What's going to happen to this, 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 this? You know, you... You can't block those thoughts always. But I think it helps to have a plan. And what do you do? Where are you? What is your status? Let's take, for example, somebody that I've been seeing. We have had a few people coming in with colon cancer. They've had the colon cancer removed. They were said, hey, we need chemo. We, we go through the chemo course. It's kind of a standard. Or they don't do chemo. Well, now what? So there's a lot of things that we do, and I think this book brings out some of that, the cancer-free book, are you sure, brings out some of those tests. But the big issue is the circulating tumor cells, right? We call them CTC, circulating tumor cells. And if we have an idea what that number is, okay, it's measured per quarter ounce of blood, 7.5 cc's of blood. And we're using some outside labs. These are labs that we've actually compared with 
Um, LabCorp and I think Quest are using cell search as their source. And they actually, for the people that we've seen, even though they, we've seen it from the RGCC, this is a Greek lab that we use, we've seen higher numbers of circling tumor cells and we get zero back from cell search. And you're like, well, geez, who do I rely on? Well, I would rather rely on the information that says, hey, I could potentially have a problem versus I'm thinking I'm scot-free and doing well. What is a tumor marker and how is that different? So the circling tumor cells picks up that type of tumor that you have. Let's say it's colon cancer and circling colon cancer cells. And a tumor marker is a blood marker. The book lists a few of them in there. And I typically do for almost every particular person with cancer, I check most of them. I've seen uh, breast tumor markers, the CA2729 is a uh, is a breast tumor marker uh, CA 153 is a breast tumor marker but i've seen men with lung cancer have that marker go up i i so, was pregnant H- right. hcg hcg right and also i had breast tumors so something in my hormone system was screwed up i i didn't get a high voice and and i sure liked women over <laughs> I think you still do. (laughs) But what I'm saying is my endocrine system or my hormones, I guess you'd say. Well, there is an HCG test, but there's certain two types of HCG. I think there's an A and B form. Well, the doctor walked in and said, I've got bad news and good news. Yeah, right. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So HCG is released. There's a a book written by uh, Livingston Wheeler, uh, The uh, Cancer Conquest. Or conquest of cancer, and she talked about measuring the HCG, the um, human chorionic gonadotropin, which is that hormone of pregnancy. And she says the tumor will make that hormone, and it uses it to cloak itself against the immune system. In other words, it'll tell the immune system, "Well, hey, don't, we're just we're just yeah. a little, we're a little pregnancy over here. Don't worry about us." Right. So the immune system won't attack it. And she's actually measured that. But I will say, and I've had people do this. There is a test in here mentioned, and I've had people do this test called the Navarro test. That was one test I don't think is worth your money. Uh, you're gonna get the HCG urine, you send it to the Philippines, you get this result back. And I found the results to be useless and on a consistent basis. He has a marker where 50 is above 50, you have cancer, below 50, you don't. So if you say 50 is the marker and people come back with a 51 or a 52, do they have a lot of cancer? Do they have a little bit of cancer? And if they come back with a 49, and they don't have cancer, well, are they close to getting cancer? So I don't really see where that value is because we've seen if it would come back at, let's say, 100 and we treated it and we came down to 70, we made progress. We don't see that. You get these numbers just vaguely around 50, whether they're healthy or not. And so I've not seen the utility of that. That's one way I put away. Let me invite our listeners to call Dr. Winkler's office throughout the week and talk to this person that you're listening to. Uh, one of the brightest guys in alternative medicine today, and he's right here in our area, Carlsbad, California. That number is 760-585-4616, 760-585-4616, or you can find him on the web at QF, like Frank, med, M-E-D dot com. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. 
Welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. We're on KPRAISE 1210 AM, KPRZ. During the break, we were talking a little bit about the mental game, the things that people suffer with when they've known they've had cancer, they've had it treated, they believe they're in remission, and what do they do now? What is the, that mind game going on? You survived through that. The book mentions something called Wait, Watch, and Wonder. Hmm. And how can we, you know, you're waiting, you're, you're waiting to see, well, what's going to happen next is you're watching to see if there are any signs and symptoms. And you're wondering, is, is it going to come back? So getting through that game, getting through that mental mind game, how did you do that? Well, I used affirmation therapy. Which uh, is what? What's affirmation? Affirmation therapy is, is uh, something I got years ago from a guy named W. Clement Stone, one of the PMA guy, positive mental attitude mm-hmm. guys. Uh, but for me in this application, it's what you do when you're not praying. In other words, you certainly ask for the Lord's help. You certainly expect some help <laughs> along those lines. But on the other hand, you know, the Lord says to you through scripture, you need to help me out here. You know, this isn't a one-way street. Right. And, and so uh, my three were, um, I have time. What I do is important. I can't think of what the third one was. Who was <laughs> the presidential long. candidate that said there are three things? That yeah, <laughs> I can't remember the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't get the third one out. Yeah. So I just ruined my campaign. But <sighs> the point is, I have time deals with that panic of it's going to come back and I only have a limited amount of time. And I would say to myself, if I just slow down and focus and and be in the moment rather than never where I am, which is hard for a type A. But that was an important part for me to, and then secondly, what you do is important. For type A's, you're always wanting to swing for the fences. Yeah. And if you're not connecting, you tend to uh, disintegrate right before people's eyes. So I had to constantly say, being alive is its own reward being here with my family, being able to breathe, being able to drink, being able to digest. You know? But doesn't that go back to your own personal mission statement? What's the vision for your life? And should that really change whether you have cancer or don't? You still need to fulfill that, correct? That's correct. It, it shouldn't change. But it's a, it's a pretty easy thing when, when a Mayo Clinic doctor looks at you and says, you need to invite your family in wherever they live, to say goodbye. You oh, know, that's the worst. You can't possibly not think differently after that, especially when they show up and you're down 50 pounds and they go, I think Rick looks great. Rick, you look great, man. <laughs> They're lying to you. you know? So I'm a positive affirmation in the wrong setting. <laughs> oh yeah, that's exactly right. So oh, it is a mental game uh, uh, after a while, but constantly doing the right things daily diet, exercise, relaxation, proper diet. If you're doing something, that helps calm you down. Because when you yeah. panic, you are you tighten up and you say, then I'm just not gonna do the diet. I'm gonna quit doing colonics. I'm gonna, you know, and, and that is a, a dead end. All right, so from a mindset of battle, a lot of people think, okay, we're gonna be a warrior, we're gonna fight this thing. Is that a great mindset or does that add more stress, which I think is what's happening here? Is it more like the other way of sort of like befriending the situation, kind of walking alongside of this sort of non-healthy cancer situation and then altering the, the course of the direction versus, versus fighting it? I mean, there's a certain level of acceptance, a certain level of changing the course of things. I mean, it's like, how would you move an aircraft carrier? Okay, if you're gonna set it to sea, it's gonna be one, one inch at a time, one degree at a time. So you have to not, because I see people get into this stress mode of saying, we're going to fight this, we're going to do all these things. And I go, whoa, time out. You're in for the long haul. And what's that long haul going to look like? And do we have to do this, all this stuff? And then fear sets in, right? And, and so, and that's what, that's what you're living in is in fear. If you say, well, look, I don't know when this is going to come back and if it comes back. So getting that to change where you're going, okay, I can accept it. I'm going to be cognizant of when something, if something comes back. But then looking at a plan in terms of some of these lab markers, I mean, we didn't have these, quote, biomarkers 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. These are all within the last 10 years that you begin to see more and more of these biomarkers coming available. 
And then what can we do to follow those things? And that's kind of where I've gotten into that. That's where you talk about the science of this thing. It's like, okay, great. You've gotten your treatment, you're in remission. Now what? And this book outlines a lot of those. And I do a lot more with regards to even testing for um, toxicities. There's um, a particular lab that will offer a mitochondrial dysfunction marker. In other hmm. words, how much injury has there been to the powerhouses of our cells? Because a non-cancerous cell has, a str- has generally a strong powerhouse, unless they've got chronic fatigue or other issues or a chronic inflammation where the membranes have gotten weaker and the whole energy production's gotten weaker. Cancer has a dysfunctional energy production, right? It, it lives off of sugar. It, it turns it into lactic acid. It doesn't use a lot of oxygen and goes into that sort of Krebs cycle, more the second part of energy production. So it's not making as much energy. So looking at what can we do that? So that particular test will tell me if those mitochondria are damaged and also what's damaging them. The last three or four that I've seen, we're getting a lot of um, smog and petroleum byproducts. Mm. People living in Orange County and you've got the oil wells off the shore, you've got the refineries, you've got a lot of smog. That is damaging, and it is damaging the energy powerhouses of our cells. Well, you wonder about the calls that I get at the Cancer Call Center, the one call that I dread always, but I have to deal with it when it comes in, is they'll say, um, I tell me why I've got cancer. And I say, I'm not a physician. I, I, even if I were, I, we may not know. But they say, I run you know, four miles a day. I'm, I'm vegan. I, I weigh 125 pounds, this, 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 but the average baby is born with what? 380 chemicals in their system or whatever that number might be that they inherit from their mother because the mother had a lifetime of breathing freeway smog, eating things with, you know, fake sugar in it, uh, food coloring preservatives, worrying and that stuff gets genetically passed on and the stress the stress mm-hmm. of modern life so when you throw those all those different properties into one mix you can see why one out of every two people are going to suffer from cancer in their lifetime and that's scary so walk me through it let's say that i just got cancer treatment and i heard about you on this show and so i called up made an appointment to come see you what kind of a a program are you going to put them on? We spend a lot of time going through the paradigm. We have a whole paradigm of health, which talks about the diet, the nutritional components to it, the exercise. We look at inflammation and if there's any chronic infections in the body, is there candida issues in the gut, you know, which is a yeast? Is there a mold in the body? Have you been exposed to mold? Are there parasites? We look for, um, one thing that's really crucial is looking for the formation of new blood vessels because cancer will try to refeed itself. And so if you want to, you have to look at copper levels, lowering the copper levels down to about 20% of what they were when you first start will actually reduce the risk of developing a recurrence. Hmm. So it's, again, you can be proactive in this part. We're also looking to balance the immune system. Most people, we test natural killer cell activity on them. It's weak. I haven't yet to see a cancer patient where the natural killer cell activity was normal. And that's, I'm talking, you know, out of 100 probably people we've tested, I can tell you I'm at 99.9%. It, it's going to be weak. The testing hormones, your adrenals are tired. If your sex hormones are not processing properly, you've been exposed to plastics and BPA and phthalates that can screw up your hormone systems. Thyroid is generally weak on people with uh, cancer. And we want to balance the nervous system. We look at the chemistry of the nervous system and we make it more specific to each person because not everybody needs everything. But pH balancing. Are we alkalinizing the body? How do we alkalinize? Are we doing it correctly? Are we checking for mineral content? We're talking about the dental issues. That's why we have the dentist come in. We talked about, is there root canals or are there infections in the mouth? What's the mental, spiritual, emotional components of what's going on? We talk about neuroemotional technique. Are we going to figure out whether you actually were congruent with your cancer? A lot of times people are not congruent with it. Their subconscious mind and that's what we'll bring in. We'll talk about that with uh, next week with Dr. Johnson about how there's a heart issue versus a mind issue. And the heart issue, if there's an injury to the heart, the heart wins. And so that if there's something that's causing you to be upset about something in your life that really affects where you're, how you process things, that needs to be changed. We need to adjust that. So we go through that. Then we look at circling tumor cell count. What's the t- tumor type that you have? And we've mentioned with a colon cancer, we would look at that. Go through and look at the nagalase level. A nagalase level is a compound that tumors make. 
and it's an immunosuppressive compound that the tumors make. We will look and see how high that level is and we'll monitor it. We look at something called galactin-3. Galactin-3 is another inflammatory marker and it's also a marker of prognosis. So we wanna see what those are. Now, a lot of these are covered. Some are covered by insurances, some aren't. So we'll figure out what type of insurance you have, figure out what the cost is, hey, this is the cost of this, and then, and then how often do we monitor it? And based on what we find, then we say, okay, this is what I recommend. And then you go ahead, treat, and then you retest. It, it, any treatment's only as good as you get some outcome, and you have to monitor and look for, the, for that outcome. For example, a gentleman we have with a CA125 had colon cancer. Well, it was 94 when he had, tre- when he had the colon cancer, after the operation, it came down, and after treatment, it's down to like 13. So anything less than 34 is normal, but at least we're monitoring it. If it goes back up again, I've got concern that there's a recurrence. So we can look at all of things in copper levels. Right? We can, you can actually find if you increase your antioxidants, your detoxification abilities, copper level will come down. If not, we actually will use a copper chelating agent, and that, is, that has been shown to be helpful in, in preventing recurrences. The number one question that I used to get is, how do you know you're actually getting better? Especially the people that were angry that I left the Mayo Clinic and went to an alternative hospital. Uh, They would say, well, how do you know? How do you know that that helped? Because there weren't all these tests back then. Well, PET-CT, well, you had PET-CT scans now, right? So we have ways of picking up that information. But again, I'm a numbers guy. I'd rather like to look at the numbers and track what we're doing. Because... People pay cash, and I want to make sure that if we're, we're going to do this, and you know, you want to make sure you're making the progress and you're seeing the change. What a different life I would have had if you'd have lived in my neighborhood. <laughs> hey, we didn't have the technology; we yeah. have it now. Yeah, that's right. So. It it wouldn't have been the same difference. Well, we're going to take a short break. We'd like to also remind you that Dr. Winkler uh, is available throughout the week. Let me give you his clinic number. It's seven six zero. and you can find them on the web at qfmed.com. We'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. We're in Cape Race 1210 AM, KPRZ, talking about the post-cancer treatment. And we have a caller on the line. Hello? Are you there, caller? Did they run away? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One thing we were talking about during the break is give our listeners some kind of an idea of frequency. If if I went to, if if I went for cancer treatment, um, how often would I need to come in for the testing, for the follow-up and... Uh, you know, you know. I think we have somebody on the line. Might be able to answer that. Okay, along with go. me. Are you there, caller? caller? Yes. Hi, Dr. Winkler. Hi. Hi this is Hi. Angela. Correct. Yes. Angela, pronounce your last name correctly for me, so I don't want to mess it up. Lavaspear. Lavaspear. Angela, thanks so much for calling in. We have your uh, the book that you co-authored. We've been talking about cancer-free. Are you sure? And you and I talked about this. You've co-authored this book. You did a lot of the research into this book. 
So we were just talking a little bit about um, if the book itself. If you want to, could you recap it a little bit? So what was the intent behind the book? What were you uh, trying to achieve? Which you did a great job doing, by the way. Oh, thank you. The point was is exactly what kind of what Rick said is you know you get a lot of attention at the beginning when you're in the traditional or conventional healthcare system. Um, you know they're guiding you through it. Um, but then when you say, wait, wait a minute, I, this isn't right, this isn't feeling right, there's something else, you know, I want to do. So I, also, I pulled myself out. And, you know, my whole thing was, well, how do I know? Um, how, you know, how do I know I'm cancer-free? You're telling me I'm good. I, had a, I went through breast cancer in 2012, um, had a double mastectomy, and told you know, you're good, 99%, we got it all. Um, uh, but then they ushered me over to the oncology office to get tamoxifen. And, um, but if they were sure, then, you know, I kept questioning everything at that point, going, this just doesn't, for me, my research background kicked in, and I started asking questions. And that's how Jenny and I met, was when I just kept, peppering my breast surgeon with questions and was your surgeon able to answer a lot of those questions and could the oncologist answer those questions they couldn't answer any questions and the answer that I got from the breast surgeon was um just you're unlucky the answer that I got from the the oncologist when I confronted him about the tamoxifen was you know, he was really pushing it on me, and I kept saying, you know, but tell me why. And the only thing he could tell me was that if I were stranded on a desert island, the only thing I'd want was my tamoxifen, my bottle of water, and my fiancé at the time. <laughs> so I was just like, what? <laughs> so, And then the uterine I, cancer to deal with 20 years later. Correct. <laughs> Let me tell you that part. And they pressured me. I went ahead and had it ordered just so I could get out of the office. So I had three months supply of tamoxifen shipped to my home, and it sat on my bedside table for oh, probably a good three months. Um, and I never did anything with it. Um, but that was when I had began my quest for um, the answers that we provided in this book is, um, you know, one, what do I do now? Um, but you looked at it from a hormonal perspective, correct? So instead of using tamoxifen, you went back and you probably did a, a um, Meridian Valley a urine collection for estrogen. You did an estrogen profile. We did. We did. And um, I most recently did um, the Nagalase um, test. I'm waiting on those results. I would say for that, that's going to take at least six weeks to get back. Um, right. That's for a, the takes listeners a while. On that one. It does take a while. Um, I did the RGCC and came back, so you did the circling tumor cell count, and then based on that, you right. made you made other adjustments. That's and I right. I went ahead and did the whole test. You can actually with the RGCC, which is the one that's in there that you referred to from the the lab in Greece. Um, they give you the count. They let you know what your circulating tumor cells, you know, are if you have any, um, and then they. Um, give you a list they create this assay of um what basically they can tell over time what kills your cancer so i think it takes about six days in a petri dish they put your 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 blood your cells cancer and yeah, they grow they grow the cancer cells out so they actually have a way in which they sort of multiply the cells and then they put them in the petri correct. dish and then they test them for the different chemos and the different natural agents and that's right. that full and comprehensive test, chemosensitivity, nutritional sensitivity test, plus genetics, correct? correct. You, get, you get three parts on that correct. test. Yes, you do. Right. You do. And at the time, um, I, you know, what was interesting was on the chemo agents, um, there was not one chemo agent and not one that would be in the top, like maybe a third tier chemo agent was the only one that was effective for me and my cancer cells. And it wasn't even near the number that they really wanted to see. It was like like seventy eight percent. That's still pretty good, right? Yeah, it's, it's still pretty good. But right. there was only um, one. Um, but I focused on the nutrients. Right. 
Angela, how did you deal with the shell shock? The thing I was talking about earlier. Maybe you, uh, I, I think, you know, especially because you're uh, a young woman. Uh, they, you know, had a radical mastectomy. Now you're coming back to your real life again. And, uh, you know, your life, it, it is a little bit like war in that your life is threatened. You, be, you come back injured and you need to adjust to that. And then you get the people that'll come up and say, oh, you look so good. This is really great. But, you know, my sister had what you had, but she died last week. You know, I mean, you uh -huh. get these people that do this. How, how did you mentally play the game so that you kept your spirits up and you were able to focus on your care? A good question. Um, I love what you said. Um, I, did, I felt like I had PTSD. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of um, exactly. Um, I stayed busy learning. Uh, that helped me answer the questions that I needed to answer. And that's what, how, you know, the book came to fruition, just like with Jenny. That's how it came. It started with a question of, um, uh, you know, is it really gone? And so, what can I do to make sure that um, this doesn't happen? Oh, you know, a lot of it was why. And everyone thought that, and I'm an athlete, so everybody looked at me like, you're the healthiest person, you know, we know. Why you? If mm -hmm. you're going to get it, everybody's, you know, mm -hmm. there's, we might as well just forget it. And I was like going, no, 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 let me explain. I can tell you. And mine was, I would say, definitely the sh stress. I really had to also go back into my athletic mindset and go, okay, if I look at it as a metabolic disorder, you know, one, I can approach it that way. Let's fix this. And I, you know, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't relate to the cancer. I will tell you that. I just kind of just, even with a mastectomy, I will say, I still in my head just kind of, even though I know what I'm dealing with, I, I don't let it become an obsession as far as focus on the cancer. I just, I just see it as my body is out of order and I need to get it back. Correct. So I've often wondered about that. Do we have to do these aggressive treatments? If there's something that's not in order, can you, can you reverse it? Is the cancer actually reversible? People have talked about that. We've, we've seen that some people will claim that it really works. We saw, we had a listener, uh, we had a, um, doctor here that mentioned that the use of ozone uh, on a he actually watched how the cancer slides turned back to normal in the presence of ozone mm -hmm. so I mean it's like when you see that you're like yeah wow that's what we, that's really what we need to do is like you got to go back and realign your body I find sometimes the process of getting to the point of having cancer and unraveling that sometimes is there's just a lot of things that have gotten you to the point of cancer and then unraveling it just takes a lot more time is that your experience as well it is my experience, and I will say I related um, to, I did, um, actually connected with Dr. Ben Johnson, and I read his story on um, how he had healed from ALS, and I worked in ALS research, so if you know what I was exposed to, that to me was phenomenal. So I wanted to know how he healed, and I learned the healing codes, and for me, my issue was um, forgiveness. I, I was just, I needed to, one, I needed to forgive. I needed to, one, forgive. I was a single parent, so I had to forgive an ex-spouse. I raised my children, you know, by myself. I worked full-time in a huge hospital system. Um, and, you know, just it, it, those, all of those issues. Um, for me, mine was I had to release myself from, um, that emotional stress. Well, you're not alone. I think that's the biggest thing that I've come across. And when I lectured uh, in Reno last year, we talked about that in the, in the lecture. I said that we've talked about healing. You can talk about changing the emotions, but if you don't get down to the heart of forgiveness, you're stuck. And, and sometimes right. we need alterations in our, in our lifestyle. I don't mean just diet, but your friends, my friends had a tendency to treat me when I got back by, okay, you went to Alice in Wonderland, you've been down the rabbit hole, now would you please go see a real doctor 
and make sure that you don't get sick again. Or they'll call you up and say, we're going for pizza and beer tonight. I don't want to hear your excuses. We're going. Sometimes you got to get new friends because they're not there to support you. They're there to defend their point of view, even at your expense. And or I'm you're trying saying, to comfort them. <laughs> that's right. I'm right. not saying you should divorce your spouse or you, you know, dump all your friends. But listen, if they're not on board with you, if they're not going to support you in the decisions that you've made, sometimes you got to just leave them. You got to just move on in, in defense of your own life. I, I, I remember one time in church Sunday night, I spoke on the Bible and nutrition about what the Bible had to say about how to eat correctly and everything. And the next day at the Christian day school, this little boy came running up to me. He was about 25, 30 pounds overweight. And he opened up his lunchbox, showed me what was inside. I looked and there was a whole wheat sandwich. There was an apple, some carrot sticks. And he said, this is on you. And he slammed the lunchbox closed. It wouldn't speak to me for a month, you know. But if he got healthy, it was worth it. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you, and, and I'm sure, Angela, Angela, that you had to make some decisions to find supportive people. Daily. I will say it's daily. I, I just recently moved to um, the San Diego area. I'm actually very close to um, uh, Dr. Winkler. Mm -hmm. and yes, you are. I have surrounded myself with, um, uh, you know, people that have the same mindset now I've recently moved the situation has changed so it's almost like I want to put a sign on myself to say you know don't feed you know don't feed me don't offer me food um, <laughs> don't but, feed the uh, bears <laughs> just give me a piece of celery yeah right but um, you know I did and I did a mission statement I, I, I had to change my mindset and my my focus um, it's just intentional living. It's like really having things planned, like, um, um, you know, doing planning the green shake. And I think I, and I, I see that I've made the changes in my diet. I did, I've gone very strict. I don't, I do no grains, um, no sugar. That's like, uh, as far as I can tell, I mean, you know, get sugar in my food. Angie, if you could hold um, that thought for just a second, hold, let's talk more about sure. the diet. We have to take a short break, um, but we'll talk more Great. about the diet because I think that's really crucial because we've already covered a lot of the emotional sort of mental, spiritual component of it. Let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, which is the cancer call center and also the life credit company. And uh, to reach, uh, to reach me here, you can call the office at 760-585. 4616 and on the web at qfmed.com. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866 577 Welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. We have Angela Lavispray on the phone with us. She's a co-author of the book we've been talking about. Are cancer free? Are you sure? And we were talking about a lot of different uh, components to getting well and staying well, especially after you've been diagnosed and treated for cancer. And Angela's been talking about 
the diet changes that she made. So you you still there, Angela? Or Angie? Yeah, I am. Okay. So yeah. tell, tell us a little more about what you did from a diet perspective. I, well, and I thought that I ate well. Uh, what I did is I, I actually met with um, a um, physician, a naturopath. And the first thing we did was he, you know, introduced me to the paleo diet. And I focused on a list of foods. Um, I actually I focused on what I could do rather than looking at what I can't do. I think the focus was, okay, I got to change, you know, this has changed my life. And I, you know, one, I had to be grateful for that. And the focus was on, okay, what can I do? What can I, what can I eat? What are the things I need to do to correct this in my body? Um, the, you know, I eat a high cruciferous diet. I focus on eating lots of leafy greens, kales. I slice up Brussels sprouts real thin, broccoli sprouts. Now my body craves it when I don't eat what I call clean. Um, so I try to do raw. I, I do protein, but I make sure that it's a good source. Um, Can you take us through um, a day, Angie, like <laughs> breakfast, yes. I might eat one of two or three things, lunch, shares, and dinner. That, that's helpful if people can visualize it. Well, absolutely. I actually start with a green shake. Um, I um, found a product called Warrior Blend, and it's one of the, I just, you know, what I did was I, fo- I looked at content, and I do um, uh, add greens. I put some broccoli, some celery, um, a young coconut in there, and... What else do I put in there? Probably a little avocado, too. This sounds like the um, Dr. Young's uh, green smoothie. Is that? Yeah, it probably is because I'm sure I got it from the PH Miracle. If you're connected with Dr. Johnson, correct, then you probably would have talked about it. Yes. 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 And so add the avocado, which makes it really actually takes the powdery part out of it. It makes it smooth. Exactly. Um, And it lasts longer, correct? It doesn't just go through you. Correct. Correct. So that is um, something that I blend. If I go for my morning walk or work out, then I come back and make that. And, um, and that does last. Uh, it's, it's very filling. Um, for lunch, um, I would, you know, prepare a salad. I kind of already have a lot of stuff prepped um, on the weekend after I grocery shop. And that is the key, and isn't it? It's prep. It is. Um, I, I just call it my veg prep. I just have my veg prep knife. I have my veg prep. We do that. You know, cutting board. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just kind of, it, it really is, it's making a plan. Uh, even in my vision board, I have a rule and it's my toward, you know, values. And it's like, I start my day with worship, prayer, and I treat my body with kindness, respect, exercise, and drink good water, um, deep breaths and eat, you know, clean, green, um, uh, veggies. And, and I, I do, like I said, I still do the proteins. Um, I kind of focus on nothing more than maybe, you know, 15, 20 grams at a setting. Um, but it could be wild caught salmon, um, organic I chicken, do organic, I do organic yeah. chicken, or eggs, beef, lamb, okay. lamb, S- buffalo, wild, wild game. Um, but, so you, but the bottom line is you're staying away from starches and sugars. I am. I am. I will do a sweet potato. Like I said, sometimes I'll right. do a sweet potato before I go work out just for energy. Now, when you mentioned the book, The Ketogenic Diet, so that would even potato would be cut out of a strict ketogenic diet. It's a hard right? diet. That's, yeah, it's a very hard diet. Yeah. If you, yeah. I would say doing it shortly or swinging the pendulum from, from a sort of a standard American diet, which most people are, and then all of a sudden go into something detox, detoxing and cleaning out, and you're getting the um, wheatgrass and that kind of thing would be helpful, and then kind of moderate yourself from that end of the pendulum down to the paleo diet, so where you can get a little bit of starches back in there, but you're not getting a lot, you're not getting the sugars back again. Except an occasional cheat since the holidays are around, right? (laughs) What percentage? I do focus on the paleo kind of thing. I did get a book called Paleo Indulgence, Mm -hmm. and so I could, so I bring my own, I am my own dessert to the Thanksgiving or Christmas gatherings. I bring my own veg. I made roasted Brussels sprouts for Thanksgiving. 
And, you know, so make cauliflower rice. I love cauliflower rice and just steam the, the cauliflower and until it, it's really soft. And it's a great substitute. If we go and have Thai food, pour the, you know, still have the flavor, but not have the starch from the rice. Yeah, Correct. And you can cut mashed potatoes with cauliflower. Uh, yeah. And it, it, it really, you can cut it in half, half cauliflower, half mashed potatoes. Right. And right. It's so great. we covered, we talked earlier about a paradigm that I work with and we, uh, you sort of covered the diet, you're covering exercise. Let me ask you this. Did you have a lot of dental issues that tied into your cancer? You're, great that you asked. You know, about two years before my diagnosis or a year and a half, I actually had all my fillings removed, but not from a biological dentist. So, do, uh, so who knows where you know how much was spread around your mouth, which is unfortunate, um, and nobody really p- pays attention to that. The um, what about the root canals? Any root canals? I have I've, ne- I've have never had a root canal. Good. You don't want to have to deal with that. So you had some heavy, probably had some heavy metals testing. Then did, did they yeah. find mercury or any other heavy metals with you? I did. I did have the heavy metals. I'm not sure if I was high. I don't think I was high on the mercury. I'm trying to think right now. Um, but I did chelation for heavy metal detox and um, EDTA. Okay. So you had chelation therapy. I did. Have you retested to make sure that's all gone? I just recently had my. Um, so uh, the test that I did originally was the. We've talked about the RGCC the, from the lab in Greece. Mm-hmm. So I just, about this past summer, had my numbers done again, and they were under five. So 2.0 nice. is my circulating tumor cell number. Perfect. Um, yeah. And so that way, rather than going back. So people and ask. Any quick what, last comments before we finish up here? You know, just know, reach out to Dr. Winkler and other integrative physicians. The book will mention a number of those. It mentions also a lot of different testing. The prices are in there. And again, the book is called Cancer Free, Are You Sure? And uh, Jenny, as uh, it Herbacet, wrote the book along with... Herbacic. Herbacic. They pronounce it Herbacic. And along with, uh, yeah. along with you, Angela Lavispear. So mm-hmm. thank you so much yeah. for calling in and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks too. so much. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today on K-Praise. And we'll be back next week with a very special guest, in fact, Dr. Ben Johnson. And we'll be talking about a lot of the emotional heart forgiveness issues that cancer can be involved in. And how to get how to deal with them. How to deal with them. That's right. most What do you do about it? Correct. So we hope you listen in next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum. The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center.